Hi everyone, and welcome- son of a bitch. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another astonishing adventure. The tales, the tall tales of swapping horror stories with Caleb and Lauren and today and <laughs> Caleb <laughs> and that and... target dog that you got. I fucking love that. Have you, there was a commercial. Oh my God. I fucking, and you're going to be like, I fucking know he loved him. There was a commercial on adult swim where okay. <laughs> it was like a movie trailer. I'm going to find it and I'm going to send it to you. It was a movie trailer and everything in it. And they kept saying, and Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis. And, oh, and it was so like good. That. It was hilarious. Okay. Uh, what did we watch today? We watched Heartbreakers. Um, I. Why do you think I picked this movie for you? Um, I think because since I just got uh, my septum pierced, you were like, you know... Caleb is going to be this now with his septum pierced. <laughs> do, you, do you have so, any news that you wanted to share with everyone, Caleb? None. I have not a okay. drop of information right. that there's, I'm really sure. There's nothing new. You didn't get anything new. <laughs> I got my ear pierced. Oh, did you really? I know that you're talking did. about that. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I love that. Um, I can't wait to get you a gift card to Claire's. <laughs> um, no, when we were, before Lauren hit record, um, I was a little congested because I, I have allergies. And then I think the septum ring kind of messed with it. And Lauren said, are you going to make this your new personality? And yes, I am. So anyways, um, no, we watched Heartbreakers. I think you picked it one because I like Sigourney Weaver. I like Sigourney Weaver a lot. Um, and I didn't know that about she, you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now you do. Um, but she's super affiliated with sci-fi. I mean, she was in Ghostbusters. She was no, okay. she was Gozer. She was looking for the Keymaster, who was Rick Moranis um, or Moranis. I don't know how you say it. Um, she was an alien. I think she was in all of the Aliens. Um, anyways, uh, but I also think you picked it just because it was a really fun movie. Um, and I think it had kind of this is silly type, you know, a fun premise with some, uh, I think Jason Lee was fucking fantastic in his role. He had some of the best lines in the movie. Yes, um, he did. I thought he was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, grinning. <laughs> so crazy. This is like in my top five of favorite movies of all time. And that oh, is really? part of why I picked it. Yes. It is a okay. comfort movie. 100%. I would say it's even in like my top three. Wow. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I would say though, I think also, I think it's, I think near the end, it, it starts out not really having a story, but then like halfway through, like there's a story and you're like, oh, okay. Everything kind of gets tied together and you're like, oh, okay. There's, there's resolution and stuff like that. So, um, it's just yeah, ladies go. living. <laughs> well, here we fucking go. <laughs> um, yes. So we did watch Heartbreakers. I have a little, uh, spiel about it. It was released March Ooh. 23rd of 2001. Um, Are you serious? 
Yeah, I know. Isn't that cr- we're recording this in March? It's March twenty eighth right now, so I feel like that was shocking that it was. The same I, month. I don't know if the year. Is I thought it was a nineties movie. The year, yeah, yeah. the year's what? blown me away. One, it's not that far off. Um, directed Stop by that. David Merkin. What? <laughs> two thousand one. That's not that long ago. That was just the 22 no, years ago. No. <laughs> No, I meant far off from the 90s. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Thanks for that impression of me, though. Um, You're welcome. Really helping with my self-esteem. <laughs> um, and after what you know that I've been going through, which I do want to talk about on the podcast. <gasps> okay. Um, but anyway, it was directed by David Merkin, which you may be familiar with his work, Caleb, because he also this... directed Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I... Nope. You didn't see it? <laughs> okay. No. I did not. <laughs> well, now that's added onto the list. You will love that movie. Um <laughs> On IMDb, it has a 6.2 out of 10, which I think is disappointing considering it's one of my favorite movies of all time. And just a little okay. money for you, it made Ooh. $40 million at the box office. I didn't really how much of that, that up. It just was there. How much of that was you just going back to rewatch it, even though you were probably only 10 at the time? Um, You know, I needed... I just needed to prepare myself for the coming months um so yeah i did go see it a lot okay all right because of nine well i'm glad that i'm glad that joke was a home run uh Uh, me too i hope everyone is not uncomfortable right now um okay there are a few things that I want to talk about in this movie, and it is everything about it. Okay. Um, first okay. of all, I think Jennifer Love Hewitt is a really good actress, actually. <laughs> I would agree. Um, yeah. She actually, I think, um, I was reading some articles about her today. <laughs> this is like the most I've gotten into any movie oh, that we've okay. done. But uh, a lot of people think she's not a good actress unfortunately but i think she just really? had a lot of bad ro- roles or like i don't know after there's something that happens to people where they're in a lot of like teen movies comedy stuff like that and then they get sucked into tv shows and then that's pretty much all that they do mm-hmm. but i think she really did a great job i think she was wonderful in this movie she did make a comment in an interview that like it kind of annoys her that at the time a lot of people made more comments about her body in the movie versus her acting because she thought she did a really great job and she was disappointed about that. Yeah, I really love her. I love how mean she is to Jason Lee and I love how he I think just his name takes was Jack. It. Yes, Jack. Jack and Jane slash Paige. Um, but... <laughs> I just love their relationship a lot. I really do. We've, by the way, I've done this movie on the podcast before. With Have you Steven. really? Yes. <gasps> so, um, Steven's going to be so upset. No, he won't care. <laughs> he wants to hear your take. He wants to know your Ooh. voice. 
on this movie okay. specifically. He, he's been dying to know. He's been writing in every week. And I'm just like, Stop okay, it. you could send me a text, Stephen. And he is just persistent. I have so many um, Philadelphia postcards right now. Um, and one is send me clean water. Uh, he just lined that. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting really current eventy in this one. You are. I know one thing going on in the world. <laughs> Look at you go. I know. This movie just brings it out in me. Um, the cast. What did you think about the cast? Yeah. Pretty star-studded. Like, yeah. I, it opens. And so on the cover, right, you have um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Scoring Weaver, and Gene Hackman. And I'm like, okay. Uh, and so we open up with Ray Liotta, and I'm like, holy shit. And, like, I haven't seen – I think he was in Goodfellas. I can't remember which which uh, mafia movie he was in. Yes. He um, died this year. This year? Or maybe last year. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. Rip? I guess. Um. Two current events from Lauren. <laughs> well, you'll never hear another one again. <laughs> Honestly, you won't. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's Ray Liotta. Um, Carrie Fisher made a quick appearance. Um, yes. There was, uh, God, there was a couple other people. I saw Jason Lee, Sarah Silverman, Zach Galifianakis. Or Nakis, I can't remember how you yes. say his last name. Um, yes. Who else was in this? Um, if you watched Glee, the uh, direct the choir director who was deaf in one ear was in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know his name. Oh, okay. He was the doctor, the young doctor, the mama's boy. Oh, that got hit in the eye with an olive. Yes, one page was choking. Okay. Okay. Um, that's nice. Uh, I really liked the yeah. cast, though. I thought they were a lot of fun. Um, you said Jason Lee had a lot of great one-liners. Um, yes, name a few verbatim. Ugh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he Ugh. he just. I wish I could remember any because he just nailed like what what my sense of humor is to a T. And yeah. he was just like, like the one where she was like, you're not burying high schools out here, high schoolers yeah. out here, are you? And he's like, well, they ached my car. Um, yes. And that to me is the upper echelon, the peak, the top crust, the creme de la creme of comedy. <laughs> I agree. It was very natural feeling. Like I could see someone yeah. I know doing these one-liners and he is super into photography. Did you know that? I follow him on Instagram. Is he and really? He, yes, he's really into it. He used to be, I think, a professional skateboarder uh, before an actor, or he was just into skateboarding before. Um, uh -huh. And now he's into photography. He's aging really well. Beautiful. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so... What was your favorite scene from the movie? Um, let's see. Uh, do you have a favorite scene that you could talk about while I think about this? Ooh, let me think. Um, okay, one of my favorite 
scenes is with Ray Liotta towards the end when they are pretending to be Jane's relatives. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> Jack's mom is coming up and talking to him or whoever it is. I think it is the mom. And she's yes. trying to talk to Jane and he's like, don't mind her. She's shyer than shit. And she's like, oh, what do you do? And he's like, I'm a college professor. And she says, what do you teach? And he said, college stuff. What are you, a fucking cop? And then walks off. Yes. Um, I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I thought so too. Um, any scene with him was really funny. I think like his comedic timing is really underrated. And I also really love the scene and the line specifically when, by the way, let me start this with, I'm jaded. Um, (laughs) (laughs) After the divorce, uh, like whatever proceedings between Jane and Jack, I just realized their names. Um, (laughs) And, um, He's like trying to talk to her and he's like, hey, I don't really remember what happened or whatever. And she goes, there is only one man in the world. I felt that. I think every girl felt that at some point in her life. And I just was like, tell him, tell him that. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) I, so this was not my favorite scene, um, but when, when Ray Liotta said, I'm not going to cheat again. Look at this. There's even all of this prime trim around here. I have not stopped calling Natalie prime trim. And she, she like, love-hates it. it. She love-hates it. (laughs) So it is the best. What was Natalie's thought on this movie? She thought it was predictable. She thought as the movie uh, went along, it it got better. Um, She thought it was kind of cringy. But... Uh, she, she liked it. I bet you she'd give it a three. All right. All right. I'll forgive her for that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, another scene that I really love is after the mom. I don't really know what her name is. Um, Max. They never mentioned it in the movie. Okay. Perfect. This is exactly like the episode with Steven. Um, when she gets the statue and they're carrying it and she's like, oh my God, I think there's a crack. And the guy goes, that's just his butt lady. And I don't know why, but dumb stuff like that just really gets me um, every time. Like there's so many small scenes and like quick things where you're like, I love this. I just think it's fun. I do agree. The humor was very, <clears throat> even the whole like, um, what was it when when they're carrying Gene Hackman in and uh, Scorning Weaver says like he's not hard anymore or something like that and um, Jennifer Love Hewitt says well no it's just a rigor mortis you know of course he doesn't have an erection anymore but you know X Y and Z it was just so many things that you had to be paying attention to that were just very yes. good yes I agree and I feel like everyone's delivery of everything was just so good I just loved it it's such a good yes. movie it's such a comfort movie. Um, so that begs the question, Caleb, what would you rate this? Um, I'd probably give it, 
a 3.25 because I liked, uh, don't fucking stare daggers at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, I liked this movie, but I did not like it as much as I feel like a piece of shit now. Cause I can't remember it. Smile. That's what we watched last week. You like, uh, I did not smile like it as much more as more than this. I did. Why? I did. I like what about thought, it? I think I was more engaged with smile. Like okay. I could definitely see how heartbreakers could be a comfort movie and I could, it, it made me laugh, but I have seen that movie before. Maybe not all in one movie, but like no, a collection of movies. No. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah. And even then I was, even while watching it, I was thinking, I was like, you know, this is basically, there were a couple things. I felt like I looked it up and all of the writer were writers were men. And I was like, yeah, this definitely feels like a male gaze. This definitely feels yeah. like, even though it's, you know, these two women and they're, they're getting one over on men. Um, we love a con. It, it, yes. A great con. Um, it still felt like the men had the power in the situation. They were still, yeah. you know, the brains and they, you know, uh, Jason Lee was the only one that had a heart in this movie. And um, yeah. Ray Liotta was, you know, Ray Liotta was the only one that had a heart too. And so while, all, there's only one man it was like the only people that had hearts in this movie were men and it was like give me a fucking break um yeah but at the same time i did enjoy it i did enjoy it but i i just thought it was oh i'm not gonna say that because you will kill me i was about to say i thought it was average just, um <laughs> oh my god okay so i disagree with everything that you just said about it but no i do agree i do think a lot of it is centered around the male gaze <laughs> i i i feel like like you're you know, wrong okay uh <laughs> i will just still say what i was gonna say um okay. i i do think it's you know a lot of the systems that are in place that women have to be like in this position the women have to be 10 million times better than any male duo would have to be in order for this to work and you know like the mom is like they have names for all of the things like the flopper dive i think is when she tripped jennifer love hewitt um and so yeah i think i think it yeah speaks to the systems that are in place that work completely against all women um so yep all right, thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, well, I give it a five out of five. Okay. Um, I would and do rewatch it constantly. Okay. It is my one of my favorites. I would rewatch it. I will say that. Ooh, okay. That's a major thing, I think. Um, Maybe if you watch it again, it'll become your favorite movie. I could try. I could certainly try. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. Um, I just love it. It's such a fun movie. So I did. Uh, we both have questions for each other related to the movie. We do. This is um, going to be such a curveball to all of our listeners. They're like, it's what are we? We're 20 minutes yes. in and we're still talking about the movie. And they're just like, I did not I sign know. up for we're this. We're still talking about the movie. I've brought up two current <laughs> events. <laughs> I've done prep work. <laughs> this 
for you, it's like 50-50. Sometimes you do it, sometimes you don't. So yes. they never know what to expect. Keep them guessing. I brought up the the cost, not the cost, but like how much they made in box office. Like, yes. watch out world. We're a movie <laughs> podcast. I don't know if Hello. you know that. <laughs> well, we are. A I got podcast. my septum pierced. <laughs> hmm. Look at that. Look out world. <laughs> That piercing has changed you <laughs> so much. Um, okay, do you want to go first? I will because um, so this is actually a segment we're going to uh, we're gonna I was gonna say workshop, but we're not gonna workshop it. We're just gonna try it out. Um, you Throw made a comment. <laughs> you made a comment on an episode with Ethan that I was a bad yes. liar. Um, and I took offense to that because if there's one thing I'm not, it's an honest human being. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, I loved that. no, it was with Cheyenne. I'm sorry. Uh, but you believed it. So obviously I'm not that bad of a fucking liar. Anyways, this segment is called drum roll, please. Actually, you don't need to do that. Petty little liars. Um, okay. So I'm going to give you three pieces of like trivia. Um, facts. You really don't have okay. to answer any questions. I'm ready. Okay. I'm geared up. You just have to decide if I'm telling a lie or if I'm telling the truth. Okay. And there will be instances okay. where there are no lies. There will be instances where there are all lies. There will be a, a mixture of the two. So here we go. Are you ready? Uh, do you want to hear all three of them and then be like, I know how many lies there are and these are the lies or do you just want to take um, one by one? One by one. Okay, so the first one, uh, so writer Paul Gway also was a writer on Little Rascals. Ooh, I feel like that could be true. Is that what you're sticking with? Yes. You are correct. Number two, Norman Reedus turned down the role of Jack, who was played by uh, Jason Lee. That is true. Okay. So you're not lying because I know that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the third and final one, Carrie Fisher plays Max's lawyer. And Max was um, the mother in this. Um, Carrie Fisher also had a small part in another fun movie, Adventures in Babysitting. That's not true because I've seen Adventures in Babysitting. Fuck! She's not I didn't it. think you would have <laughs> seen that movie. That was like my mom. My single mother's favorite movie. <laughs> so, have you seen it? Oh yeah, numerous times. Okay. Oh my god! Yay! <laughs> no, I love how it's not even based on like your tells. It's because I knew <laughs> the facts. Um. Okay, so I have because we love Jennifer Love Hewitt. She is wonderful. She is beautiful. She is. Great hair. She just she did. Like, oh, oh my god! Perfect. Yes, always. Okay, if you ever watched the client list, both the Lifetime movie and the Lifetime series, her hair was magnificent in that show. Okay. Um, you don't have to watch it. It's not that good. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Um, I don't I know if you could tell I was lying when I said okay. <laughs> Maybe the movie I'll make you watch uh, for the movies we hate. Um, okay, so I have a few things. This first one should hopefully be easy. 
Okay. What band released a song about Jennifer Love Hewitt? Oh shit! You just sent this to me, and I hadn't listened to it yet. I um, did. Let's see. Let me think here. Let me just think about this for just one second. Oh, it's a Spotify link. Oh. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. LFO. It is LFO, <laughs> and the song is called "Girl on TV." Okay. Um. You may not know this, but Jennifer Love Hewitt, she had a music career as well. Um, okay. What was her highest growing, grossing, her highest growing song, grossing song? <laughs> Ooh. Um, <laughs> mm, that's a tough one. It's not the song that I thought it would be. I actually, like, the fact that you tell me she had a music career, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally believable. But, like, I never, obviously, like... With me going, oh, she had a music career means I have not listened to any of her music, um, which I feel like is a travesty. Um, but uh, it is. I'm gonna also, say it's strange because I thought she was your second favorite artist after Coheed and Cambria. That is a common misconception that a lot of people make. You're not the first person All to right. make that. Um, I'm gonna say it was a cover of Seal's "Kiss from a Rose." Okay. So close, but no, it was a song of her own. I don't know if she wrote it, but she was the first person to sing it called How Do I Deal? And I believe it was on the soundtrack of the second um, I Know What You Did Last Summer, also known as I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt is a mother to three children. Um, okay. And all of them have the same middle name. What okay. is that middle name? Um, I am still a little frustrated that you have seen Adventures in Babysitting, but, um, I'm going to say, ooh, if it's Jennifer Love Hewitt, I'm going to say their middle name is Hate. Close. It is James. Um, that's my middle name. James. <laughs> is it? Is it really? It is. It genuinely is. You all have my full legal now. You have something in common with her three children. <laughs> Who would have I thought? Honored. Um, we have Autumn James, her husband's last name. Atticus James, her husband's last name. And Aiden James, her husband's last name. Um, not okay. important enough to remember it. But she did meet him on the client list. Well, um, he's still just Jennifer Love Hewitt's husband, which is a huge feat. But honestly, like, I'm not going to know his name. Yeah, me either. Um, name one of Jennifer Love Hewitt's ex-boyfriends and give us one reason to dislike him. Who? And that could just be, um, um, whatever you're feeling. Okay. So I don't know any of her ex-boyfriend. I'm going to say, well, he's dead, but I'm going to go for it. Okay. Aaron Carter. Um, and I feel like. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ray Liotta. <laughs> My eyes went back and forth really fast. All right, fuck it. Ray Liotta. Uh, so Ray Liotta was, um, oh God, Tommy Versetti in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. He was the voice for that. And in that, he okay. ends up killing um, some mobsters. And I feel like that right. it goes completely against 
the characters he had developed in his acting career. So I feel like he is inconsistent. And if he's going to be inconsistent in the acting scene, how can we trust his consistency when it comes to dating? Yes. And he did say in this movie, you're going to live an honest life chopping cars. Um, That was hilarious. To Max. (laughs) It did make me laugh. It also made me laugh when they were like, oh, we got those three Toyota Corollas or Camrys. We're going to sell them for $100,000 in parts because they were cherry. Um, okay. I do. So that was wrong. She never dated Ray Liotta. The correct answer, granted, you could have listed anyone, is John Mayer. And it's because he is annoying. Um uh, hold on, time out. Listen to Dear John by Taylor Swift. Yeah, I know. That... By Taylor Swift. <laughs> Look, what if Taylor Swift, if he was never okay. super fucking icky and dated Taylor Swift when she was eight, 17, 18, either way, still She's gives 19. me the 19, gives me the ick. Uh, would you have the same opinion about him? Yes. He is weird. He also dated Jessica Simpson and was super fucked up to her as well. Okay. Um, she talks about it in her book, which I did not read, but Marissa gave me the cliff notes and it was really oh. fucked up. Okay. Um, but the thing that we always have to remember when we're talking about John Mayer is the line from what have could have should have, which goes, give me back my girlhood. It was mine first. And that will stick with me forever. Cause she was 19 and he was like 33, 34. That is disgusting. Disgusting. I know a baby. I think of myself. At, I love how this has turned into Taylor Swift. Huh. Um, always. Anytime I can bring her up. Um, so, <laughs> With now that information from that previous question, think yes. about it, sit on it, so you can answer this next one. What okay. bo- body part did she break on this film and when? Like what? Finger the- during the flipper dive. Yes. Yeah. We both read ID- IMDb trivia. You ain't going to get me. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um. And that actually leads into the sponsor of this episode, which is IMDb. Uh, just kidding. If only. I don't know what they would offer us other than less ads. Honestly, we want to pop up on IMDb just to create an account. It is telling me to make an account. Oh, my God. If they could just stop that, I would love it. Um. So, we gave our ratings, and maybe we could do a weekly check-in. Caleb, how are you doing? What's new this week? I'm doing good. Uh, There's a couple of things I wanted to bring up with you. Um, Not totally dealing with me, but um, we... uh, So, I think we touched on this in the last episode, what we did on St. Patrick's Day. Um, where we were yes i forgot about that (laughs) a mirror was held up to us and we were reminded how fucking deft the touch of father time is or mother time or (laughs) asexual time um so while we were out 
um, we talked about a TV show called Kitchen Nightmares. And I think this is the thing yes. that everybody's seen, but nobody's really talked about, but everybody's just like binged. Um, and there's an episode. Yes. It's a two fucking part episode that will stick with me forever. The first fucking time I saw this, this is no bullshit. So uh, Chris and I, a, a very so good friend excited. of mine. <laughs> so very good friend of mine. We went to uh, Portland. We'd never been. We're like, we'll get an Airbnb. We get there. And uh, we're, we're settling in, and I was stupid enough not to check, but we were kind of settling in. We're like, okay, we went to unwind. You know, the flight was long. We had a layover. We had all this. And so we kind of start looking around, and we're like, hey, man, you know where the TV is? We start looking, and there's no fucking TV in this goddamn Airbnb. So we go to Walmart, and we buy a TV. And I said, look, man, here's what we're going to do. We're going to buy this TV. And we're going to fucking return it before we fucking leave this place because we can't carry this 44 inch, 45 inch, just let me finish, uh, TV with us on the plane. So uh, we go, we buy a TV. The, this was very, I'll get to it. So anyways, we go. Okay, I'm excited. We get the TV and uh, we start watching. We're like, what the fuck do you want to watch? So we saw Kitchen Nightmares. And there's an episode, two-parter, called The Burger Kitchen. And uh, in it, some of the wildest shit you have ever seen happens. And you have never seen it. So I desperately want to have that be on an episode. Please, go ahead. I know. Okay, maybe I'll just try to watch it before we record (laughs) next week for the movie because it's not like we talk about the movie for the whole episode that's fair that's fair um (laughs) okay so in it there are some of the most quotable lines as so the 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 proprietor um yes natalie and i quote this on the daily chris and i quote this (laughs) i love that for you guys um so we you want me to be part of the inner yes, circle that's I want what you you're in. telling me i, I want am in. you in um so okay. um there's a very coveted beef it's called wagyu um and it's like a5 yes. wagyu I, I i believe it's japanese but i could be incorrect in that assumption um and that that's supposed to be like great um and so the guy uh has it flown in and just freezes it. And all of the burgers are Wagyu. And so when Gordon Ramsay gets there, he's like, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why don't we just make it here? And so the proprietor, here are some of my favorite lines that he said. And the way he talks is, I will do it no justice, but I will do my best. Number one, coming in at number five, they call me a meat sculptor. Number four, they tell me it's the best burger they've ever tasted. Number three, I wrote this book about my father. It's called Gentle Satan. <laughs> Number two. <Sorry. laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's it's okay. different now. <laughs> I understand now. And number one is when he's yelling at his sons. So this motherfucker fucking took money from his son's inheritance. Like, no bullshit to open this restaurant. So, he's like, he's like, just talking to his son's 
I believe fiance at the time, and he gets heated and he goes, it's not your choice. And he just screams at her to get out. And that was number one as just some of the most buck shit that happens. And then I don't want to ruin the episode for you. I'm going to stop there. Um, so anyways, okay. so we watched all that. Have so, you... our tr- Oh, go ahead. Do you ever Google, because I've done this, to see if the yes. restaurants are still open? Yes. Do you want to know? That is my favorite thing, is it? I'm sure it's not. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> um, so my sister lived by one that was on there. Uh, what was it? Over, um, I don't want to say. Okay. But, <laughs> but um. I'll tell you once we're done. Okay. And she actually went there after the episode just to see what it was all about. Yeah. And she said the Sprite was great. Oh, okay. Didn't mention anything else. <laughs> um, and it did close down and they replaced it with a different restaurant. But did you ever watch the episode? What is it? Amy's Bakery. God, that sounds familiar. She's like, I'm a cat. And she just kept meowing. And then her husband would take the tips from the servers. And yes. that was like a two-parter. Yeah, that one was great. We should just do a reality TV corner on yes. the show where we just watch yes. one episode. Um, um, okay, so yes. to close out my story. Um, so we watched yes. we watched quite a bit. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. No, it's okay. All full circle. Um, so we... The trip has come to a close. We call our Uber yes. and we're like, hey, we're, we, we, we need a ride. Can we bring something with us? And he's like, yeah, sure. Not a problem. And we're like, okay, it, it, it's a TV. <laughs> and he's like, okay. So Chris and I are carrying this fucking thing out and where this Airbnb was. So it was basically in the backyard. It was like this, it was a very nice little like two-story type thing, but it was in the backyard yeah. of, of the the uh, owner of the place. And so if you looked out, you could like see their house and stuff. So here come Chris and I carrying this fucking TV and you can hear them in their kitchen. And she's, you know, she's doing like fucking something at the sink, washing potatoes. I don't know. <laughs> and she goes, oh, you guys noticed there wasn't a TV in there, huh? And we're like... <laughs> Yep, sure did. And so we just kept going. And so then we got to Walmart. I love that. And they were just like, well, why are you returning this? Is there something wrong with the TV? And we're like, you know, we we thought it was going to be something different. Meanwhile, we got a fucking flight to catch. And so we're (laughs) trying to get this over with. All said and done, we do end up getting the money back for legal purposes if walmart ever wants to come after me for that i think it was like 250 dollar fucking whatever it was that we bought um this yeah. is a joke but uh yeah so that is the story of kitchen nightmares burger kitchen <laughs> i love this <laughs> um all right I know that we did the weekly check-in. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> this was part of it. it was. There's, I've got one more thing okay. I've got to I've got to bring up, but okay. I want to know how you were Sorry. doing. Sorry, it's okay. I am okay. okay. Um, my anxiety has been super bad. Yeah. Um, it was horrible on Saturday, and then Sunday it got worse, and then Monday I was like, I got to call out of work, and so I did. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's 
pretty much it. I did want to bring up something that we talked about before. And because people have followed my dating (laughs) journey, which sounds so lame. (laughs) Because you guys know, I go back and forth. Will she or won't she date? Does she want to die alone? Some days it sounds ideal. (laughs) It might just be. (laughs) Um. But I did have a date last weekend, and I thought things went well. We had been consistently talking, maybe not, like, texting all day, but, like, a few messages throughout the day. And he ghosted me. So you already know. So Caleb's not as surprised <laughs> as he typically would be. I I am still frustrated with that. Yes. You did text me back, and you said the book. <laughs> I think this was about this or the work thing or maybe both, but you said the boy has chosen death, yes. which maybe you said it for both. I was. That was a blanket statement for anyone that has wronged you. Um. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> if we come out with merch, <laughs> that'll be on it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm curious. Um. Yes. If, and if you don't want to answer, I'm just going to ask again next episode. Um, okay, cool. Like the whole the audience, <laughs> the whole dating experience. You know, I a lot of yes. a lot of people. I think you know when I was dating, I I was very guilty of saying, oh, you know, it's just so hard to date out here. And I I I think regardless of the era, there are difficulties in dating. Um, yeah. But how how do you feel like? dating is going what what have been some of your ups and some of your downs and you know um I guess I want to say it's all been an even line like I have not really dated any weirdos besides that one weird guy um (laughs) which that was like three dates and suddenly it was a bit too much too soon um but other than that like I've dated pretty normal or I've gone on dates with normal guys where I'm like, eh, I don't really feel anything. That's fine. Yeah. Um, even the ghosting thing, to be honest, doesn't bother me that much. I honestly just wanted to have something to talk about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, because truthfully, at the end of the day, yeah, we were texting for like two and a half weeks. We met the one time. We were literally texting and making plans to hang out again when he stopped replying to me. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, he's a stranger. So I, I don't like, I'm disappointed or I was disappointed. I've moved past it. I really don't care. (laughs) Um, but he is a stranger. It doesn't really mean anything. Like I've been through worse. Like, I don't know. Maybe he had, maybe he met someone because he's in the dating scene as well. He didn't know how to talk about it since we were in the middle of making plans. Maybe he died. Um, I remember now. Yes. uh, I did not say, I may have said the boy has chosen death, but I also said we should burn his house down. Anyway. You did. Not important. Um, (laughs) Not important. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think overall dating is fine. I think the hard part, honestly, is just going through the apps because you see every person and you see like blatant red flags and you're like, how am I going to sift through all of this to find someone? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, 
And that's the most, like, disheartening part, I think. And then just, like, when you send messages and no one replies or they do and they don't keep the conversation going. I think that's the hardest part. Um, But thankfully, like, in person, I've had, like, normal dating stories where, like, even if it weren't apps, it would be along the same lines of, like, oh, that guy wasn't a match. Oh, that guy just talked about his Tesla. If he Uh. Um, and how he called his parents by their first names only um, and said he doesn't want to have a relationship really with them. Uh. Not because anything bad happened. He just was weird. Um, but, yeah, what? I don't know. I think I'm pretty indifferent. I don't fucking like him. I just don't. <laughs> I know. That's the one where I think, and I'm like, you know, maybe I could have done a second sweep of the profile, you know? <laughs> there had, if he was that way in person, I had to have just, like, not really read his profile. I was just like, any date will do. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm curious. I just need a free meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think it's a red flag to be on multiple different applications? Because I know that some people were, some people weren't. I feel like it's a gray area. I'd like, I give zero fucks, like be on all of them if you want to cast as wide a net as you want to. I don't care because one, like, yeah, cast your net wide, whatever. Mm -hmm. Cause there are some people who do only use one app. Mm -hmm. So what if you miss them? Cause you're not on all of them. Sure. Um, I'm not on all of them. It's too overwhelming. I don't even (laughs) want to sift through one, let alone all of them. Um, But I do think, like, who cares? Like, just do what you're going to do as long as you're consistent, I guess. I don't know. Um, That is weird that people view that as, like, a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I have seen the same people, though, on different apps and the same app when I, like, because I go back and forth with dating, as everyone probably knows. Um, <laughs> am I ready? Am I not? Who knows? Got to talk to my therapist about it. <laughs> um, and I have seen some of the same people for months. And at this point, years. Because I've been single, oh my god, for since 2020, the end of 2020. Okay. Um, and I've seen the same people on there from then and still i'm okay. like Meh, no <laughs> oh, no thank you <laughs> i've had enough thank you. <laughs> i so i'm curious i i think i could take a good yes. guess but i'm very curious yes what lauren is looking for Bes- besides the basics oh. one will kill you two is not yes. uh, uh um aggressively ill in a mental capacity. Okay. Uh, um. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess. I but what else? Um, honestly, I don't know. Um, I don't know what my type is. I do think I'm ready for a relationship. Okay. Um, I do look for someone who is funny. Okay. Um, just overall kind. Someone who seems normal. <laughs> Again, the bar is on the floor. Um <laughs> I do, (laughs) I brought this up at work because someone else asked me this, but I don't want them to be interested in, granted, like I have a podcast and like a quote unquote social media account for the podcast. 
But I am not interested in someone who is like trying to be famous in any type of way. Uh, Okay. So I want someone who is like, they're just living. You can't do hard drugs. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. Literally the bar is on the floor. Um, I do like a homebody, but not so much of a homebody that I feel like we're never going to do anything together. Okay. Um, I also like when guys don't ask me too many questions, <laughs> um, which is very unbranded. <laughs> um, but that guy that I went on a date with who ghosted me, he would ask questions, but in the way of like, oh, if you want to tell me, you can. And I okay. liked that. I. So I'm like, I want you to respect my privacy, but I want you to get to know me at the same time. So yeah, um, I like stuff like that. Okay. So I don't know. Yes, um, I do want someone cute, <laughs> ideally. I think that's I think that's important because like yes, I I, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. I want something to look at sometimes. Yeah. I I don't think it's shallow to say that looks are important. Um and yeah. and like I I think it's it's not the most important thing, of course not, but I I still think there is some minor importance in like, hey, yeah, I want I want to yeah. like the way you look and I think that grows and blossoms yeah. in many different ways. Um and I think the more you get to know people, the more you notice about their physical appearance that you like about them and, and, and all of that. Yeah, but... I agree. <clears throat> like, I thought you were going to go somewhere like with that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. And now I'm like, oh shit, I gotta come up with some bullshit. <laughs> um, no, I do think like... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> as... <laughs> I forgot what I was going to make up. No, but I agree. Um, I do think as time goes on, you like the person that you're with as their personality and like just soul becomes more attractive to you. So does their physical appearance. Um, So I don't necessarily think it's the most important, but I do want someone who I find attractive right away. That doesn't mean they have to be like a chiseled God or anything. um, Cause I don't care about that stuff, but I want (laughs) to like you. I don't know. (laughs) Um, so how does how does Lauren define yes. romance? Because is it like the flowers? <laughs> I, I literally okay. Because to I, me, I literally just told you as long as they don't do hard drugs, <laughs> I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I look for in a guy. Is does it say he does drugs on his profile? Hey, quick question. Honestly, it is. Because <laughs> um, I feel like for you, you've yeah. said that the way you can tell if a man is interested is if he pays for the meal oh, yeah, or I he forgot pays for it. Yes. Um, in addition to that, uh, if you, I think you said, one, I think it's very telling. I know everybody says this, but like how they treat uh, servers, how they treat anyone yeah. working in the service industry like if you are not just being on your best nicest putting your best foot forward when it comes to the service industry please get fucked um <laughs> that is my hot take for that uh but i think that because to me that's how you define romance is you know 
are they taking care of you? Are they, you know, like, and not in like a yeah. monetary kind of way, not in like a, but also I'll, in a monetary. Way. Yeah. Like <laughs> fucking yes. I am so down. Natalie and I have an agreement that if I could sell feet picks, I would, uh, but my feet are not, do not have very many suitors. Um, so Honestly, there's, there's a <laughs> pair of feet out there for everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> But but do you agree with that assessment, or would you would you do you feel is your knee jerk at something else? I would agree. Like honestly, I do think I am someone who. This might be surprising to a lot of people, actually, especially you. But I'm not super open uh, with meeting people. Really, <laughs> your face. I think I've done this joke before. Um, <laughs> I have a hard time like letting people take care of me, um, even if it's just something small. So for me, I think if it were just like a very natural way of like, oh, I thought of you, I got you this, like that is, yeah. I love that. Um, also, I think like acts of service is, it ties into that, right? Um, yeah. Cause someone, even though they're giving you something, it is like an act of service of like, oh, I thought of you. Um, or just if they take care of something for me without me asking or me even like thinking about it needing to be done or like wanting to do that, I do appreciate that. So I think it would be nice for someone to take care of me. Ew, I should talk about that in therapy tomorrow. (laughs) Um, Fun fact. That is hard. You don't have to. Bring her in, everybody. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, Carolyn Moore's <laughs> therapist. I can't wait to see her. Uh, it's been such a hard time. I haven't seen her in three weeks. She was hella booked out. Uh, <laughs> um, this is bad, but before work on Monday when I called out, this was my sign to do it. I'm on like the lowest dose possible of the medication that I'm on. And I literally was Googling. I was like, can I take more just for one day? Okay. <laughs> and that's when I was like, I should just call out. <laughs> like, this is like an apparent sign. I'm going to take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I cried on the phone when I did. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to tell them. Oh my god. I did gosh, say I, I was taking it. a mental health day and then HR texted me and it was so embarrassing. But honestly, <laughs> so nice. Everyone at work really cares about me and I really do appreciate it. It's lovely. Oh. Um I know. I think I told you this. Maybe I didn't. Um a few weekends ago I had food poisoning and I went to work. Yeah. Did I tell you this? Yes. You did. And there was, a, I didn't tell you this part, I don't think, but there was a point where I was standing there thinking about how I wanted to die. <laughs> and I was like, well, I just have to do like X amount of things and then I can leave. Yeah. And this girl at work, she knows like everything that I've been through. And she said to me, and honestly, it made me want to cry. And I, it makes me want to cry now thinking about it, but I won't. Um, but she said, Lauren, you can go home. We care about you. We're not going to leave you to die. <laughs> and Aww. instantly I was like, I want to cry because that is like a new thing for me um, yeah. that I just hate. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hope never happens I again. I should unpack that in therapy. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. If it happened again, I would be. What's that quote from uh, Phineas and Ferb where Doofenshmirtz is like, if I had a nickel for every time that happened, I would have I two nickels, have two ni- which isn't which a lot. Is a, but it's weird that it happened yeah. two times. <laughs> 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 and that's how I would feel if it happened again. Um, but, you know, you learn what you learn. It is what it is. Um, I remembered yeah. t- two more things I want to bring up. Number one. Yes, please. I don't know if you were intentionally doing this, um, but oh, you no. left out. Noodle's birthday occurred this the- week. <laughs> I didn't leave that. Yes, you did. I did want to I, talk about it. Please, you have the floor. Apologize to Noodle okay. for starters. Well, no, I wanted her to have her own moment. So, first of all, step back. <laughs> um, seven years ago, this beautiful little soul drifted into my life. I remember the first time I saw her, it was in a photo from my ex. And she just was curled up in bed. And I was like, I got to go over. And so I went over and she was still curled up in bed sleeping. And I sat down and she woke up and she saw me and she crawled over and she was just a fresh little puppy out of the womb. And that was it. We became soulmates or we were soulmates and we just finally met. Um, And I actually went on vacation from work at that time for two weeks and I spent every day with her. I potty trained her within that time. And I think that just like solidified our bond. Um, Just me being off of work then. (laughs) And we have been inseparable ever since she, since moving back in with my parents, I will say she does not always sleep in my bed. She does like to sleep in my mom's bed because the other dogs are there. But she's just (laughs) my best friend in the whole world. Noodle Winifred, last name redacted. Um, she just <laughs> honestly is the best thing that ever exists. And like, again, this is, I feel like we've been talking more about like personal things lately, but um, who are we? Are we like an in-depth podcast now? No, we are um, a movie podcast. True. You're right. Sorry. I forgot for a second. Anyway, Heartbreakers <laughs> was such a great movie. <laughs> No, she really got me through my last relationship. There were so many times where I was really depressed and like I've always struggled with depression, but it just like happened more frequently then and much worse. And I just would think, well, I got to stick around because I was going to take care of Noodle or that type of stuff. So she definitely is my best friend. And I do dedicate the song Invisible String by Taylor Swift to her. Whenever I listen to it, I think of her. Also, Bodak Yellow by Cardi B is Noodle's song. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh yes, I have a video of her in the car to it. And anytime I hear that song, I think of and now I hope other people do too. I'll post it when this episode oh, comes out. Oh, I need to write a note. Um, but I wanted to bring up that only two people besides myself got Noodle a, Chris- a Christmas, a birthday gift, which was oh. 
you and Natalie, you guys sent me $10 to take her to Good Times, which we did. If you're not from Colorado, I'm taking her this Saturday because it snowed on her actual birthday. Um, I He just feeds my insanity. But Good Times is like a burger place in Colorado, and they have something called Paw Benders, which is just like their custard with milk bones and peanut butter. And then I'm going to get her a plain hamburger for her birthday. It is tradition. Um, and then Marissa got her a gift as well. She got her toys and a treat. Oh, um, to be fair. Yes. Um, we found out about Noodle's birthday. I know. <laughs> pretty late in the in game. The yes. And so the best we could do upon finding out pretty much eight hours into Noodle's birthday was a quick little Apple pay of, hey, have a paw bender on us. Um, but we're very happy. We very okay. much hope Noodle enjoys it. I'll take a picture of her doing it. Um, <gasps> oh, you have but to thank you. I did not think you would really want to know about her birthday. Um, and also, I did already tell everyone at work about it. So honestly, I don't <laughs> think I remembered if I told you or not. I have it set up in my phone. Um. Everyone at work knows that I'm a crazy dog mom. They bought me a blanket <laughs> with Noodle's face on it for Christmas. So I it's unhealthy um, when she goes, I go. If she can even go. <laughs> um, I have told my family and my coworkers. Um, I've told my coworkers I will be taking an LOA if anything can happen to her. And I okay. have told my family, you will have to put me, this is honest to God, um, on like watch yeah okay you might need to check me into the hospital um my mental health is hanging on by a string and that string is named noodle um (laughs) but like i said she is my soulmate so that's why i'm so crazy i would like i hate to get sentimental on a movie podcast but two things one okay it is no secret how much noodle means to you. And as one of my (laughs) best friends, um, I I want to know those things that are important to you. Yes. And two, the second I found out that it was her birthday, her birthday is now in my phone as a reminder in my calendar. I love that. Mine Um, is in mine too. Or hers is in mine too. And that brings up the last thing that I wanted to bring up. Yes. Marissa and I had a couple exchanges. Let me have my moment. Marissa and I had a couple exchanges on Instagram. As we do, we very much enjoy the content each other posts. Um, I made it no secret that I really enjoy Marissa's sense of humor. Um, And the word best friends forever got thrown around. And you said it. Listen, (laughs) listen. Can listen, let me finish. Uh, she said it back, and so I said, Listen, I said, I'm gonna bring this up, and she said, Please do. Lauren's gonna act like she doesn't give a shit, but it is eating her on the inside, and I just want to know, I want to give you a go ahead. We're sisters, (laughs) we're never gonna surpass that. That's not Um, the goal. That's not the goal. Okay. I want a friendship with but we're both best of you. Friends. And 
no, you can have a friend. You are allowed to. I encourage it. I <laughs> am happy that you have become friends with my sister. Um, but you will never surpass the friendship that she and I have together. And I'm sorry. And that's the difference between you and me, Lauren, is because I, I don't see it as a competition. I don't see it as a competition. I see it. <laughs> you do. You're a Capricorn. You do. And you're trying to act all like, oh, I don't see it as a competition. But who brought up the BFF thing? Who brought it up, Caleb? You did because you were trying to get under my skin. To celebrate it. To celebrate it. Like I didn't care about it. it. I wasn't offended. But ooh, who brought it up? So who really thinks it's a competition? And you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Go ahead. Latest Instagram story. Did you see it? I fucking teared up. I was very touched. I by knew that. you would, you corny fool. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yes, I was a little choked up, um, and I think I even messaged her, uh, jokingly saying, "I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not." <laughs> I said, "Lose it." I, I'm blocking you. No, <laughs> you just liked it. <laughs> You did the laughing emoji reaction. <laughs> a thumbs up. Even she would have deleted it. She, she would have removed you. So <laughs> no, she wouldn't have. I'm kidding. I'm being dramatic. Um no, I, I, I messaged her, uh, letting her I jokingly said, Oh, oh, I'm not crying, you're crying, but genuinely I was like, I'm not crying, you're crying. Uh, but you can't see that inflection in text. Um and I, I, I let her, <laughs> I let her know how grateful I am for the friendship that she and I maintain because it's, it's really added to my life, uh, much like our friendship. I'm um, oh and God, I've been worried. Yeah. <laughs> she. So when I made the reveal of my septum ring on Instagram, um, she yeah. commented on my nails. She is the first person to compliment me. Well, I take that back. Wait, no, I think she was. Okay. Do you think you will grow out your nails? No. Uh, I I like the length that they are. Um, They're not really that... Here, can you see them? They're not incredibly long. Um, We both agree that... Natalie and I agree this is a good length for me. Um, And so I'm just going to stick with this length. I like that. Will you do gemstones in them? Probably. We got little uh, brushes so that we could do like finger art on it. Um, oh, uh, you should get dotting tools. Oh. Okay. Fuck <laughs> it so in. Just into everything. <laughs> um, I think that is wonderful. Everything that you just said, we went through a lot of topics with Marissa you and your see- nails. I almost, yeah. I almost bought this for you, but well, I did with the intention of giving it to you. And then it got consumed. Uh, they had Lisa Frank cookies, uh, Pillsbury cookies. I saw them. Did you? Yeah, I bought I it and I was and like, like I... check these out. I showed them to Natalie and then I was like, maybe we should try one. And so we ate them all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I actually just bought um, a thing of edible cookie dough that they sell Ooh. by those cookies. Yeah. And a serving is two tablespoons. Come on. And I was like, oh my 
God. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had it yet. I'm going to try it tonight because usually uh, I am like a sweet tooth person at okay. night. Sometimes I just have ice cream for dinner um, okay. with the intention of like cooking a healthy meal. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit down and eat a pint of ice cream instead. I'm going to treat myself. Which honestly, that's a problem. My coworker Kia and I were talking about that where she encourages me to treat myself and I do the same with her. But I said, I poised the question, is it really treating myself if I do it every day for anything that happens, good or bad? Because I could go into work and I'm like, you know what? It's going to be a rough day. I'll get a treat after work. Or if I go into work and I know it's going to be a good day, I deserve a treat. So that's true. Is it no longer a treat because I am doing it all the time? At this point, it is just a habit. It is part of my life. So then what constitutes as a treat? A real treat. You know what's a treat? For me, at least. I know it's not a treat for you. But for me, a treat is you existing. And the fact that you treating yourself keeps you existing means it's a treat. Why are you saying this? Uh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, I appreciate that. I wasn't expecting it. Um, I did get a Sunday on Sunday because I was so stressed from work and I thought of you. Um, oh. And then also I told uh, one of my people on my team that that I was doing that and they were like a Sunday on a Sunday I love that for you and then she snapped and I was like thanks I really loved that you okay. did that yeah I know I think that's the thing the kids are doing now like like oh okay kind of like clapping but silent Can you... and quick you told me a story where and I don't know if you're comfortable sharing the story, so I'll share part of it and you can say if you're, and you can finish it if okay. you are. Um, okay. There was a scenario at your work that happened where one of your coworkers said they were iced out or something. And then they looked back at you. Would you care to tell that story? I thought I did. Um, <laughs> he's, tw- I think I did, but I don't know. I've told it like 20 times because I, I also have an, an added on thing um, from that from he was in the conversation, but he did not ask me. Um, But the scenario that you're talking about, I am 31 years old. I work with a lot of youthful people, um, early twenties, late teens. One person at work, he is 22 and this girl complimented his bracelets and Um, he said, yeah, I'm really iced out. And then he stops and turns to me and says, iced out means when you have a lot of jewelry. And he did it to be funny. And it was hilarious. And it got me. And I am still laughing about it. But then um, one day in the break room, I was sitting with Shasid and this other guy. Um, and Shasita's listened to the podcast before and she said it's hilarious. And she oh. is Gen Z. So we got Gen Z approval. Um, and she is one of the funniest people I know. Um, but I was sitting with her and that team member and she turns to me and this was a serious <laughs> question. And she says, do you remember where you were on New Year's Eve 1999? <laughs> 
because she Ick. wanted to know about Y2K. <laughs> Ick. I don't like this anymore. I, instantly, I felt old because they were bringing up, again, <laughs> bringing up 9-11 on this episode. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's weird. But they were talking about how they were like one year old when 9-11 yeah. happened because the guy had joked and he said, I remember 11 and Shazid goes, Oh, were you breastfeeding? <laughs> and then we were laughing, having a great chuckle about it. And then she turns to me and she is straight faced when she asks me where I was on New Year's Eve, 1999. Oh. And, um, and also, I'm not even giving her enough credit because she said December 31st, 1999. Okay, that makes it much funnier. <laughs> It was. And I just started laughing. And I did tell her, like, I remember, I don't know if you remember this. And like, I didn't really understand what it was and why everyone was freaking out. But I remember sitting behind my parents' couch and I was holding a stuffed animal. And I was like, I hope we don't die. (laughs) I remember being worried about that. And I told them that. And I was trying to explain, like, how people just didn't know. (laughs) I think the basis of it is, like, if the computers would figure it out. Would switch over, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I was worried I was going to die. So (laughs) that's where I was on December 31st, 1999. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Well, isn't that nice? Mortality is great. Yes. Um, I know half the time I'm like, I am youthful. I am young. I'm full of life. People at work think I'm in like my mid twenties. Um, but then something like that happens and I'm like, I'm old. Uh, (laughs) I can't make it through the day. I, I used to be a real Van Gogh getter. Um, I stole that joke. Don't laugh at it. Thank you. So I used to like uh, not like stay up late or anything like that, but like I used to have have much more energy than I do. I usually need a nap a day, <laughs> or else I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I I uh, uh, I can't. <sighs> I think you do. You need more like iron or something. I could. I worry. I don't. I think it does. I don't want to Google it because I don't want to find out about the seven different cancers that I have. So I'm just like, you know what? Marissa brought that up from a recent episode and said it was really funny when you said (laughs) something about Googling a cancer. Um, I'm going to Google it for you. Okay. Um. In the meantime, I have a pitch to make to a very special not-yet guest. Um, Marissa, hey, it's me, your BFF. And the last F stands for forever. All right, that was weird. Um, I, I accept that. And uh, I'm here's... calling the police. <laughs> I'm calling them on myself. Um, here's my pitch to you. <laughs> if you would take time out of your very busy schedule, um, would grace us with your presence. If you could make, how old am I, 31? A 31-year-old's dream come true. Here's what I can offer you. A 90s 
movie day marathon. You, me, Natalie, Lauren. Hold on, before you shit all over it, Lauren. We could watch Die Hard. We could watch Die Hard 2. We could watch Die Hard 3 with a vengeance. We could watch... I actually think two of those three movies were made in the 80s. Um, We could watch any and all 90s movies. We could watch all of the 90s cartoons. We could watch all of the 90s game shows. We could watch Double Dare 2000, which, after I said that, it feels like that came out in the 2000s. Um, We could watch Legend of the Hidden Temple. We could watch uh, Guts. We could watch um, uh, all of that. We could watch... um, you know, we could watch old episodes of, um, I wasn't a big, oh, in, I'm in. I love John Goodman. Were you going to say you weren't a big Roseanne fan? No, I was going to say Rugrats. Oh, okay. Or Doug. Um, Yeah. She wasn't so much a cartoon person. She was more of like a 90s sitcom person. Ooh. Okay, let me let me up the ante here. I I bet you she didn't like Seinfeld though. Is that correct? I don't know. She, I can't remember. I know that there is one episode that she talks about or has talked about um where Kramer adopts highway. Yes. and makes the lanes wider and I don't know why but that stuck with me and I associate it with her. Luxury lines. Um, yes, it's a very funny episode. And then, yeah, uh, so I am obsessed with Seinfeld. Uh, we could watch Seinfeld. We could watch mm-hmm. Friends. We could watch. Um, we could watch any Disney movies like Motocross. We could watch um, S- Smart House. I think is what it was called. I really enjoyed that one. Um, we could watch. Um, wh- what was the one? Okay. It was. Um, oh, go ahead. You need to change gears on the '90s content because it was like Roseanne home improvement, that type of stuff. Also in second grade, her favorite movie was pretty woman, which is about a sex worker. So she was like watching too old of things. Okay. She's very progressive. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So Marissa, let him know. Um, I I did tell you what you could offer her to get her on the podcast and you forgot about it, but wait, save it for the next episode. No, No, I'm not. We're going to do. I remember it. I'm never going to say it. Now, no, no, you already said the pitch. Hold on. Hold (laughs) on. Can I, can I just say, I'm never going to say it because I want to surprise her with it. Okay. That was our deal. Remember we were going to film it and I was going to surprise her with it. Um, Okay. But. It's what? a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> and I really got a surprise her soon because I'm tired of this fucking thing in my house. No. <laughs> um, Lauren, uh, what dating apps can people find you on if you want to be found? <laughs> um, they could find me on um, Frog Mingle as well as Raccoon <laughs> Mingle because uh, that's all I look at. Um, they could also find me on Instagram at listening to Lauren, I think is my new handle. Mm-hmm. Um, Caleb, where can people find you and or us um, if we want to be found, which we do? Um, you can find me and my septum um, pierced, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> got her. Got her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I expecting that. Sorry, if that was loud. Oh my god. Uh, um, 
You can find me at SuperWitman on Instagram or at Spaghetti Hands on Peloton. Or you can find what us. Then? You can find me clipped. Fuck, I keep forgetting to say that. Uh, I know. There's one thing that one of the instructors says. Like, I know a lot of the stuff they say is like there's probably a gun to their head right behind the camera. And they're like, go ahead, say it. Um, one of them, um, Allie Love. I, I love her, by the way. She's incredible. But she's like, I ride with bosses. That's you. And I don't know how I felt about that. Like, I'm glad that I was a boss. Like, I love that for me. But at the same time, I don't know that I earned it. Um, you can also find us at Swapping Horror Stories Pod. That's me and Lauren. Um, yeah. And... Um, I wish with the bosses thing... Yeah, you were like, you know what? I'm not ready for that responsibility. <laughs> I can't come I'm to a lot okay of meetings. Okay, with where I'm at, <laughs> you know, it is a lot of responsibility. Um, okay, well, on that note, thank you everyone for listening. Um, Caleb gave this movie a 3.25, and I will never forget it or forgive it. Bye. <laughs>